This podcast is brought to you by Touch a Life. Welcome to the Woman and Money Empowerment Show. My name is Yulin Lee, and I am your host. Now, in the world of money and finance, there are so many people out there that can teach you how to get rich, and sometimes how to get rich quick. But unfortunately, there is one very important concept that most of them don't talk about because, frankly, it's not sexy. But it is the secret to having long-term sustainable wealth. It is what allows you to have financial independence, financial abundance, while feeling and being completely centered and grounded. And this is what I want to talk about today. So the secret is this concept of there's a sequence to building wealth. The key word here is sequence, meaning the order in which you take your financial actions matters. Now, similar to Maslow's hierarchy of needs, when your basic needs aren't met, then everything else topples, no matter how attractive they may look at first. This is also another reason why some people go through life with experiencing this yo-yo cycles with their money. For a period of time, everything may look great. They're making lots of money. Life is beautiful. But then, boom, something happens, or somehow they get wiped out financially, and then they have to start the cycle of climbing back again. And so that's why I want to share with you this concept of the sequence to building wealth, because I think it's very, very important for not only our financial future but also our overall well-being as well. Okay, so first step in the sequence to、uh, building wealth. Is to get your financial house in order. Now, this is not a new concept. You probably have heard a lot of people talking about it, but how do you actually do it in an effective way? Conceptually, it's very easy, right? It's really that the challenge is in the execution. It's,、um, it's so it's not a technical problem, but it's more of a what I call a cultural problem, especially in America. Um, so many Americans we're used to living and spending on credit cards, right? And so, if you don't have a clear visibility into how much is coming in, how much is going out,、um, then it's really easy to live in the negative cash flow. So, this first thing is about、um, you know that that having that positive cash flow. Is that is the practice of planning and tracking of how you're handling your money on a day-to-day basis, and when you don't have a positive cash flow, then you don't have a solid foundation for investing. Okay, so this is like the ultra ultra important step that、um, a lot of people overlook because it, in some way it is kind of the dry work. Um, and it's not sexy, so people don't want to do it, right? And and so they jump into investments, and here and there, just it was it's almost like a random act of throwing stuff on the wall and see if it sticks. In the meantime, they also don't have a solid financial base. So it you know that whole cycle of these behaviors is what really puts ourselves in a very vulnerable position. So we want to make sure we know how to protect ourselves, and and that is by making sure your financial house is in order, and that you have a positive cash flow every single month. 
Okay, so that's the very first step uh, in in uh, in the sequence, and then the second step into uh, have a uh, solid financial, you know, get your financial housing order is to make sure you have an emergency fund. And when I talk about emergency fund, it is literally meant to be used for emergency purposes only. And the money is not to be used for paying your property taxes or unforeseen vacations or any kind of other expenses. It is literally for emergency purposes. And ideally, um, it should be put in a different account aside that you really don't see, right? And you only touch it when it's absolute emergency. So if you are someone who is starting out and don't have anything yet, then I would say um, set a goal for yourself to have a, at least a three-month reserve. So what do I mean by that? Well, three-month reserve means that if you done the work in that first step about having a positive cash flow, then you know how much every month your expenses are. So let's say, for example, your monthly expenses on the average is about $3,000, then your three-month reserve will be $9,000. And so when you, at the beginning, you work towards that goal, and when you have that money set aside, I will assure you, you will feel so much um, safer, more secure, less stress about what happens if I don't have the income coming in next week or next month, okay? Now, three months is a starting point, but I would highly suggest and recommend that you ultimately you shoot for six to 12 months. We have all just lived through COVID and so many people had been affected where they couldn't work for over a year. And just imagine if you didn't have the money set aside versus if you had a whole year worth of savings, how how much less of a stress it could have been for you if um, you know if you were really in that position. So again, having emergency fund is absolutely important, and so make sure you have that in place. So what I talked about so far is all about getting your financial house in order. Now, the second part in the sequence to building wealth is the concept of paying yourself first. And you may have heard this too. Um, and on the surface, it's uh, more uh, applicable to business owners. And so I'll talk about that. But I think you can still apply the same concept for salary workers as well. So if you are a business owner or a solopreneur, and what I see a lot is that people, they have income coming in and they have expenses going out and then whatever's left over is their take-home pay and so they're so you know besides their business on their personal level their you know take-home pay is like this right because you have income you have business cycles and then so it feels like being a business owner you're always living on the edge because you never know what that next month is going to be a good month or a bad month or how i'm going to deal with, you know, if, it, if it's a really tight month. And so um, one way to work around that is to make sure you pay yourself first, meaning you pay yourself a salary and include that salary as part of your business operating expenses. Okay, now think about that again. Make sure you pay yourself a salary as part of your operating expenses. Now you may say, but there's not enough money to pay me a salary. Like, no. Once you put your salary down, 
you will need to adjust all the other expenses around it. And it it works, right? So it, just make sure you pay yourself first. And so I can't say it strongly enough. Now, and then once that's done, and if you still have profit, you know, leftover, then that is your profit. Okay. So your salary and your profit are the, those two things that I see a lot of business owners, they merge them together. And sometimes they even merge their business accounts and, and personal accounts. So it's, it's kind of a mess. So make sure you separate those two and then pay yourself a salary first. Okay. Now for salary workers, you may be thinking, well, I get a paycheck every month from my employer, so I don't need to worry about that. Well, you can apply the same concept in your own personal finance, meaning you, when you look at your own personal uh, monthly expenses, you have your take home pay from your paycheck and then you have all the expenses and then whatever's left over goes into your savings, right? And that's what a lot of people do. But what if we, again, apply this pay yourself concept first and put a, the, a amount of saving that you would like to have every single month into uh, your, you know, if you're doing your budget into your expenses, consider that as an expense and that you need to put that away every single month, then you know what, naturally it forces you to adjust all the other expense items. Okay. And then, so that way you will be forced to actually save and we'll have some money left over for investing. Right. So again, the same concept works for everybody. Okay. And this is all about you know, this point and then the last point of uh, getting your financial house in order, it's all about having these practices, these money savvy practices, and so that it helps you to accumulate more savings and then put towards investing. Now, the third part is about determining what your long term and uh, short term goals are when it comes to investing. So knowing what your needs are before you jump into any kind of investment. And I'm talking about long-term investments, a long-term goals and versus short-term goals and needs. And because again, if you don't know what your goals are, what your needs are, then you're just investing randomly. How would you even know whether this is actually really a good investment for you or not? Right. And it, along with that is also to have, um, an expectation of you know wh what is the expected range of returns that you would need right um there are so many investment products outside out there in the world how would you know which one to invest in and for many people because they don't uh take the time and to really understand what their needs are they often get sold to so they will end up investing things that somebody just happened to be there at the right time at the right place selling it to you and it sounds great like yeah i'm going to do this investing it's going to make me rich and so but again that kind of practice the cycle of doing that it's actually really putting yourself in a vulnerable position but if you actually take the time and to really understand what are your goals and needs are and then what are the based on those what are the expected returns that you would like to have then when the next time somebody is presenting to you of an investment product, whether it's a stock or real estate or a piece of land or some crypto, you will know whether that is right for you because you will know what are your criterias are and whether these products fit your criteria. So this is again, all part of becoming money savvy 
is that you take the control back by knowing what you need as as opposed to investing by being sold uh, being sold to by other you know professionals okay so determining your needs is the third step in the sequence to building wealth is really about knowing what yourself and what you're looking for and then the last step in the sequence is to have a strategic asset allocation um, because again when we think about our investment when we think about our pie um you know we've all heard the terms you know don't put all your eggs in one basket um it it, it really is very important and that's because it will prevent you from losing all your shirts and you know so to speak i have heard so many stories in the last six to eight months of people losing a lot of money in some kind of investment that they jumped into maybe they got sold on and um eventually losing it all and so but if you actually had an asset allocation strategy then no matter what kind of investment you do even if you lose it all you know it's only in you know a piece of your total assets it also uh, with this practice it really helps helps shield all of us from becoming too greedy without even knowing it, right? Because again, as human beings, you know, we all have greed in us. And even though we don't mean to be, we have no, not intentionally to be greedy, but when we're in a investment and sometimes at the beginning, it looks so good. Um, we feel so good about ourselves and we would, you know, it, it would seem like it would be crazy to not double down, right? And so this is where, um, having a structure a strategy in place can really help all of us to manage our own emotions and and so um, that's why it is very very important uh, to have um, these strategies in place and then the last part to this is just to know that uh, these allocation percentages will change um, over time as you go through different phases of life i find sometimes uh, people can't seem to take action because they're not sure if this is the right strategy for them. And so somehow in their mind, they, they're looking or waiting for this perfect strategy. But, you know, at the end, we all know in the perfectly imperfect world, um, there is no perfect strategy. It is, you know, taking the action and you course correct and you refine over time and then you adjust change over time as well based on what's happening in your life. Um, so just understand and get used to the fluidity in this process of managing your assets, okay? As supposed to be locked in by the fear of making a mistake and not doing it perfectly. All right, so these are the four steps in the sequence to building wealth. If you can really practice, practice these uh, four steps, uh, both in terms of managing your own emotions and your practices, but also uh, getting very concrete uh, with specifically what you are looking for, then it will really help you uh, so much better in, in your whole um, wealth building and investing efforts. All right. So until you do these exercises, until you go through this process for yourself, I would say any kind of investment can be risky. And it's, it could be risky not because necessarily that the investment itself is risky but it could be risky for you because it may not be the right investment for you 
okay so every one of us we have a different financial circumstances and and that's why it is so important to take the time to go through this process for yourself and that way you will get the best result right now before i wrap up i want to say one more thing and that is that you know when i talk about sequence to building wealth it almost sounds like you have to wait for certain things to happen before you can take the next step um, but then you also, I'm sure you have heard other people say, don't wait, start investing today, right? And I will say, I will be one of those people to tell you, don't wait, start today. So am I contradicting myself, right? Um, so the answer is no. And and that the difference is really in where you put your main focus, okay? And so if you're... Uh, if you haven't gone through this process for you for yourself, then your main focus is to make sure you get all of these things in place that you build a solid foundation. And if you have done that, then the focus is on investing itself, right? So let's say if you are someone who um, who still has a lot of debt, let's say, if you're an American, uh, you know, live in America, um, you have a lot of debt and it may still take you years to pay it off completely and so you may be asking so should i wait until i pay off all my debt before i start you know doing emergency fund or or you know investing um, the answer is no don't wait because if you wait it could be years it could be five years ten years you know depending on how the amount of debt that you have right but um so what i would suggest is that you would at least put you know, even $10, $20 a month aside for savings and investing. Now, in those amounts, it may not make a huge significant difference in the investment or savings that you do uh, because your main focus is still paying down your debt, right? So every month, like that's your focus is paying down your debt. But at the same time, you're also starting a practice of putting money aside towards investment because that is your long-term bigger goals, right? And so with money, a lot of our actions and practices is all based on our habits. And habits take time to build. And so if you just wait until you're completely debt-free, that could be years, then that means another you know, five, 10 years can go by and then you start then and then you start having to still create a new habit to build and all of that. So part of it is really to help you get into your mindset and get into your day-to-day -day practice of knowing that your long-term goal is savings and investing, even though your short-term focus is paying down your debt. Okay, so I hope that helps and clarify that question that you may have about what should I wait because you know the word sequence sometimes uh, could give you the connotation that I have to wait for things to happen before I do the next step um, but uh, I so I wanted to clarify that all right so um, I hope this is helpful and uh, if you have any additional questions feel free to contact me I am on social media I am on Facebook I'm on um, Instagram and LinkedIn and Feel free to send me a private message and with any questions that you may have regarding building wealth. All right. Until next time, I hope you have a good day, a good week ahead. So goodbye for now. You have just listened to Tall Radio Podcast. 
For more podcasts, visit www.touchalife.org. Thank you.